This is Meg Tilton at the 8 Cow Life, episode number 63, Bravest Love, my interview with Kendra Huffman. This is the 8 Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose, a place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone, this week. I'm so glad you all are here because you are in for a big treat. So I'm going to be starting a new series on the podcast where once a month, the first interview of the month... I will be interviewing a woman in the church who is following a passion outside of motherhood and just asking her questions and seeing what her journey is like and has been like in doing this. So I'm excited today because I have asked my friend Kendra Huffman to be my first interviewee in this type of interview. I've done interviews in the past and I love interviewing people because there are so many wise people out there and Kendra is definitely one of them. She is a friend that I have from coach training. When I went to coach training, we were in the same group which I'll talk about a little bit in the interview. But I hope you listen to this interview, um, not only for how she talks about how following her passion has what that's been like in her life, but for who she coaches, because she's coaching a very important niche in the church right now. Um, She coaches women whose husbands have left the church or who are less active. And I know that that's a group of people that need a lot of support and a lot of help. So if you listen to this podcast and you are in that position yourself, I highly encourage that you reach out to Kendra. If you know somebody who's in this position, I highly encourage you to send them this podcast so they can get to know Kendra a little bit better and just know who she is and what she's really doing and the great work that she's doing to help women in this position. But I wanted to give you a little bit of a bio on Kendra to start off with. She's adorable. She's absolutely adorable. You will love her. She's like the person who's so easy to be a friend with. She grew up in San Diego, California, and she still lives in California, which is a bummer because that means I don't really see her very much except for at coach training things that we go to. She has three older sisters, so she knows how to talk with women and get along with them, which is a great skill. She went to BYU Hawaii and got a degree in elementary education, and she taught fifth grade for several years before she had her first child. She has four children, two boys and two girls, ranging in age from 13 to four. So we're in a very similar life stage. So that's really fun to be able to have that in common with her and be able to talk about the struggles and the joys of that in starting a business. She loves the beach. That's why she lives in California, of course. And she loves peanut butter and chocolate ice cream. She is a girl after my own heart. And like I said, she is a certified life coach and she coaches women whose husbands are less active or who have left the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So I am excited for you to listen to this interview and to be able to learn so many amazing and insightful things from Kendra. So let's jump right to it. So welcome back to the podcast this week. And this week I have Kendra Huffman on. Hi, Kendra, are you there? 
Hi, Meg. Hello. I'm here. I'm so excited to have Kendra on today. I know Kendra from Life Coach School training. We were in the same group and we have continued to stay in touch and help each other in our careers. And so it's really ex- exciting to be able to have her on the podcast today to be able to share her path in her coaching career and why she decided to go the route that she is. And I think you're going to learn a lot of amazing things from her because she's an amazing person. If you ever hear me say that I get coaching, it's usually from Kendra. That's who I go to. (laughs) Right, Kendra? (laughs) Yes, I love it. Because she's amazing. So, all right. So I know your story a little bit because I know you from Life Coach School, but I would like you to tell my listeners a little bit about how you decided to become a life coach and why you decided to do this right now in your life because you're just like me you got young kids at home and things going on so why did you decide to go after this at this point in your life well mine is actually an interesting story so mine kind of began with a prayer um typically if someone i love like a family or friend is struggling i pray for them and Usually, especially with my family, I pray so that they can feel better, so I can feel better. Mm-hmm. But I just had this night where I just got on my knees and prayed probably the most sincere prayer I've ever given to Heavenly Father. That I prayed for my husband that I would know how to love him the way he needed to be loved. And I remember just praying from this place of not me. I was totally out of the picture. It was really just about him. Like I genuinely just was like, I want to learn how to love him the way he needs it because I we all have ways that we show love because it may be the way that we receive love but sometimes it's not necessarily what the other person needs so I said this prayer and immediately got the answer you should start a business and I remember kind of jolting out of my prayer a little bit opening my eyes like did I just hear that right was that I know it wasn't my thought because I don't never thought about business or having my own business so I knew it wasn't my own thought Mm -hmm. and so I prayed about it again like did you say like start my start a business and I could feel the spirit in my chest confirm to me like yes so I texted my husband right after that I was like hey do you want to start a business together and he's like are you my dream wife let's do this and I was like okay this is gonna be like we're gonna sell socks and we're just gonna connect in our marriage and we're gonna have this business together and Mm -hmm. I had no idea I kind of thought he would probably drive the whole thing and I would just help him and I don't know I kind of wanted the socks to be for a good cause but I was down with whatever (laughs) so I could tell over time that um, it was kind of looking like I would be doing something and at this point I had been listening to a life coach for probably a year just through podcasts and different things. Um, and every, I talk to my best friend a couple times a week and we just Vox each other. I don't know if you know that app, Voxer, but we just record ourselves and then we get back to each other. And I was always like, guess what I learned this week from this life coach? And I've always, I have to say, been really into self-development. I'm mm-hmm. one of those people that when I have free time to read, it's a self-development book. Like I'm obsessed. And so one day she's like, Kendra, you should be a life coach. Like you're teaching me all these things. This is something you should do. And I kind of like threw me off a little bit. Like I never even thought about that's super interesting. Like where do life coaches even go to school and how do you become a life coach? 
And so the life coach that I was listening to, I looked up where she went to school and it was the life coach school with Brooke Castillo. And I had never heard of her before. Didn't even know, I was like, oh, what a perfect name. That seems pretty obvious, the life coach school. <laughs> so then I started uh, listening to Brooke Castillo and I just loved everything that she taught. So I joined her coaching program and decided to get coached by Brooke. Mm-hmm. And every month she has a new theme and you get through the different coaching tools. And during, I believe it's May, she did relationships. And at this point, my life is just changing. Like these tools are incredible. I can just feel different. I'm applying all these things. And she gets to relationships and it's on unconditional love. And I just remember learning her idea of unconditional love and having this full circle moment. I just started crying in my room. Like Heavenly Father, this is the actual answer to my prayer of how to really love my husband through these tools that Brooke taught and understanding unconditional love. Because I feel like as members of the church, we're taught what charity is. We're taught about the Savior's love. We're taught all these things and we know that we need to love everybody. But sometimes I don't even know if we know really how to apply that. And this was the first time that I could take both of these things and actually apply it. So that was the real answer. And then from there, I was like, and now I want to share this with everybody. Everyone's marriage, I want to help and share. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting into the life coach school I went and I knew I going into the school that I wanted to help um, members of the church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints and help their marriages. That was it. Mm-hmm. But when I got there, I realized that so many women were suffering silently because their spouses were leaving the church or being less active. And so I realized that this was the real ultimate test of unconditional love. When conditions have now changed, can you love somebody through that? And so that's kind of how I dived into that group of women mm-hmm. who I just love. Okay, great. I, I just love hearing people's stories of how they came to where they are right now. And I think you have a great story. I, it kind of reminds me that you were so focused on your husband and how to love him that it was like you were losing yourself and yet you found yourself in that process. Like I think that's a perfect example of that scripture. To, you know, If you want to find yourself, you lose yourself in the service to somebody else. And you were clearly doing that in your prayer and just trying to figure out how to love him. And yet you, and then you ended up getting both answers. Like you did yes. figure out how to love him and you did figure out how, and heavenly father was able to guide you on this new path that wasn't even on your radar. I think that's so cool how that wasn't even something that you were going after. And yet here it was like, he was like, this is what you need to do to get the answer. And more blessings like now you get to love your husband and bless more people so it's great yes win-win it's amazing all right so you work with women in the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints now that we have to say we're supposed Mm -hmm. to say the whole thing um (laughs) and you work with them whose husbands are less active or who have left the church and that's kind of a touchy subject and one that can be a little bit hard because if you're If you're not a member of the church and you listen to this podcast, uh, the church is really like our life, like all of our social interactions, all of the the activities that we do within the home and outside of the home are really driven around the church. And so having a husband leave the church is really 
a hard thing for a lot of women. So why, yeah, why did you decide to really focus on that group the most? Like, do you really feel like that was a big pain point that you saw? And because I was at the life coach school when you were like, I don't really know what to do. And then you're like, I think I'm going to do that. So what was the thing that really made you switch to that and choose that niche? Well, I think number one, my dad isn't a member of the church Mm -hmm. and my mom is. So I grew up in that home where I saw two totally different beliefs. My dad's atheist. And I saw my mom go to church alone, always just me and my sister. And I know for a lot of these women, they worry about their kids and what it means for their children. And um, so that right there, I related to just kind of naturally mm-hmm. understanding that. And then as I started to dive in more and understanding these women, and I even got to the point for myself, my husband is still active. I get asked that a lot of times, but I'm really in this space now that if he left, because anyone's husband could mm-hmm. leave really at any point. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee for any of us. I think mm-hmm. that's what a lot of my women struggle with is that it's so shocking mm-hmm. and devastating because it's not what they signed up for when they first married their spouse, but it really could happen to anybody and got to this place that I know I would be okay and that it would be okay. And I now have the tools to really love somebody through anything. Mm-hmm. So it kind of became this passion and, um, just, I feel like also in the church, there's so much support. And people talk about less active people all the time that sometimes these people who are choosing to stay really need a lot of love and support too. And that's why I love working with these women um, to help support them through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point that, <laughs> yeah, my, my husband and I kind of sometimes joke, like, if you want to get attention, just stop going to church for a couple of weeks and then you'll get some, right? Lots of visits, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that, but (laughs) it is something that we've talked about. Okay, so you brought up a really interesting point. You work with women whose husbands are less active or who have left the church, but your husband is still active in the church. And I think that that's such a great example to so many women who may be going after their passion or wanting to do something, and yet they feel like, but I don't relate directly to my audience, like, as in I haven't had that same experience myself. I think that that's a really good thing to point out that you don't always have to have that direct connection in order to be successful. Like I have a friend of mine who has a passion to help children read and read really well, yet I don't think she ever struggled with reading as a child. And yet she can still be very effective in helping those people. So what advice do you have for my listeners that may feel the same way about what they want to pursue and go after and feel some hesitation because they feel a lack of personal experience may hinder them in regards to being able to connect with the people that they want to help or really be effective in what they're doing. So I think it can be both ways. I think there is some value definitely when someone's been through it and really understands, but I also really believe in being open to what the Lord is going to guide you to do. Because when I started, I got my degree in elementary ed. I love children. I used to love teaching kids. Any summer job I had was working in a daycare with children. Mm -hmm. And then I had my own kids and it kind of changed for me. Even though I still love children, it's not quite my passion as it used to be. And I've always been into self-development 
and I've always been fascinated by people's relationships. That's just something that's always been inside of me. I didn't create that passion myself. And so when my parents got divorced when I was 18, I just became obsessed with my marriage always going to be better than my parents. Like that, I read every type of relationship book there is. I've just really been on this journey for a long time. So to see it come full circle and to be open to what the Lord has now led me to, even though I haven't directly experienced that, um, He helps me. Mm-hmm. I pray all the time for these women. He guides me. He knows what they need. And I really feel like with this day and age that we're living in, that so many members are leaving, that we need help and support in that area. So I feel super passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you bring up another good point. Like we often talk about in the church that whoever the Lord calls, he qualifies. And we think that that only pertains maybe to like, if I'm called to be the young women's president, which Kendra is as well in her <laughs> ward. <laughs> Love teenagers. I do. She's, she's getting hit on all sides. And, um, but it, I think it really does pertain to anything that the Lord asks you to do through personal revelation in your own life. So you feel like the Lord has asked you to coach women whose husbands are less active or have left the church. And so he's going to qualify you to do that. And I know you, and I think you're the perfect fit for that because you're super compassionate and understanding and let, yet you're tough as nails and you won't let them get away <laughs> <Thank> with it. <laughs> So, yeah, I just think that that's such a great thing to bring up for my listeners because it's really, there's a huge component of personal revelation that goes along with following your passions and making sure that you're doing what the Lord wants you to do. And then you will be qualified to do that. And that doesn't mean it's going to be easy, right, Kendra? Right. (laughs) You still have to really work at it. So tell me, what are your goals and long-term dreams in pursuing this passion of helping women whose husbands have left the church? Where, where do you hope this goes? Well, I hope that eventually we, I have retreats and stuff where these women all come together and just know that they're not alone, that other people do relate and understand what they're going through and kind of build this community of women who are there to just support each other and to kind of talk about it more. I think there's still so much shame that's around if your spouse leaves, a lot of women still don't want people to know, which is completely understandable, um, are afraid to talk about it. And so they suffer really alone in it because they may try and reach out to friends and family, but sometimes they're afraid that their spouse will be judged or they'll be judged or going to church what people are thinking and worried about stuff like that. So I would love to just kind of get the word out and take a lot of the shame around this, that there's so much love and support mm-hmm. that can be through this. Yeah. And- I I think there's so much power in community, right? And I think your niche specifically is a good one that needs that. So what is the greatest benefit you have seen come from your clients as you have worked with them? I would say peace, definitely Mm -hmm. peace, because our brains don't like uncertainty at all. Mm -hmm. And when a spouse starts to change his beliefs or completely leaves, immediately it just start, it freezes our brain into like a lot of uncertainty. What's gonna happen to my kids now? What's gonna happen to our marriage? What does this mean for our temple covenants we made? Just all these swirling thoughts of uncertainty and that causes so much fear 
and for us to be upset and shocked and devastated. And so what I teach my clients and when they're done working with me is they really start to create peace in their lives around this and in their homes and for their families and really learn to come from a place of love regardless of what's happening around them. It really gives them their power back. It really, my women feel a lot more empowered not feeling like they're mercy of other people's behaviors or actions, feeling like, like they need to control them all the time. We do that because we want certainty. We think if we can control other people or circumstances, it makes it more predictable for us. But we know at some point that we really have no control over other people. So by the end, my women feel a lot more peace in their lives, so much less anxiety and empowered, just taking their control back and knowing what they do have control over. Mm-hmm. I think that's great because I think that that's really what any person desires, right, in their life, no matter what the circumstance they are in, is to feel peace and empowerment in their life, that they have control over the way that they handle any circumstance. And that's the great thing about coaching is that's what we really focus on. So that's awesome. Great. Yes, absolutely. And it's learning that these emotions will come, whatever they are coming they're not always going to feel good but learning how to manage them and what to Mm -hmm. do with them i think is the biggest difference Mm -hmm. that my clients leave with so great awesome so um i think you're going to do amazing things for the women that you're working with but i also think that as we pursue these passions and go after things that we want to do it changes us too so how has pursuing this passion changed you as a person and made you feel more complete and whole and really living up to the person that you know Heavenly Father wants you to be? Well, I think first, some people's passions don't need to be that you're going to change the world. It could be just passionate about really anything. But if it Mm -hmm. makes you come alive and give you energy and be creative, then I think it's a good passion. It doesn't really matter what it is. So during my, we lived in Utah for a quick year um, Mm -hmm. in between jobs and I just had a really hard time. It's actually when I found life coaching, I was really struggling there. And I remember just praying like, Heavenly Father, use me for something. Like I felt like I was living Groundhog Day every day. Mm -hmm. I had a little, my youngest at that point was 18 months and it just felt like every day felt the same. Mm-hmm. And it was snowing there. I'm from California. And so I just felt trapped a lot because I wasn't used to not going to the park every day. or mm-hmm. So um, I remember just saying at prayer and I remember saying, not yet, not yet. It's not the right time. And at this point, I was like, well, then I'm just going to develop a bunch of skills and see what I like to do. And I tried baking and all these things to just see if there was something that would catch my interest. And looking now, I realize timing's super important that when I'm invested in something i'm all in and i think the lord knew that and i'm in a good place with my kids my youngest is four Mm -hmm. but i have more of the time to pursue this passion Mm -hmm. and um what it's done for me is it's actually i feel like it has fulfilled this need that i've always had i love being with my kids and i tell everyone that not everyone feels that way and i understand that i really genuinely enjoy being around my kids but i also really love having something that's just mine Mm -hmm. because that's just kendra that was kendra before she got married and took on her husband's last name and had that identity i've always been kendra and so to have something that's really me and that i feel passionate about putting all these things 
that have always kind of been a part of me and to now make it happen um, has really just changed me in so many ways. I really do fulfilled. And I don't, I think a fear I used to have, and maybe some of your listeners had that if I pursued one of my passions, it would take away from my family. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be there for them as the mom they needed. And actually the opposites happen. I feel like I'm way more present for my kids because that needs being fulfilled. And I, I'm really strict on my schedule. So when it's my work hours, I work and my kids are at school. And then when my kids get home, I'm a mom. I take care of the house run errands we get to sports I cook dinner I do all the things a mom does and I don't work on my business Mm -hmm. so it's definitely possible to have both yeah that's really great I really like how you shared that timing is really important too because we can feel like we should be you know that we have this purpose that we're supposed to do but it might just not be the right time you know, because there's other factors. And I, I feel like my life is a little bit like yours. Like this, because I've thought a lot of times, why didn't this come into my life earlier? Like, why didn't I have this come earlier? And I really think it's because Heavenly Father's like, because I know how much you would have liked it <laughs> and you needed to have five children and bring them all into the world and really focus on that. And now I'm in a much better place. And I totally agree with what you said that doing this has made me a better mom because I'm more fulfilled, right? And so Mm -hmm. that just helps a lot. So in everything that we do, even if we know that it's the right thing to do and that it's what Heavenly Father wants us to do, there's always some opposition that we come up against. And what has been some of that for you? What have you really had to try and overcome or obstacles that you've seen along your way as you've gone after this career path oh wow i could talk for two hours on this um just a couple is number one it's putting myself out there in ways that i've never had to do before learning brand new skills Mm -hmm. and being really uncomfortable you know, when I stayed home full time and did all this stuff, it was easy just to hide. And when I wanted to hide, not see people if I didn't want to. And this starting a business is no joke. And it's been good for me, but there's a lot of new skills to learn. And it's overcoming that and just keeping, not letting the self-doubt take over. So I'd say that's one of the big oppositions mm-hmm. um, and then another one is I help people with their marriages and I don't think my husband loves when I share everything about our marriage and so it's learning to respect his boundaries and his lines and what he's comfortable with while also being super real and vulnerable with my women and mm-hmm. sharing those things so and I know some family members don't really understand what I'm doing or get why I'm doing that and everyone keeps coming up to my husband to ask if he's left I'm sure he doesn't love that but um, that's stuff we work through and I think opposition's all part of it and you just come out so much stronger when you get through it so I I know it's a part of it mm-hmm. yeah that is so great because there is going to be opposition all the time and you just have to welcome that almost just be like yep here it comes it's just gonna yes. come Enjoy. and it's Yeah. And it's really just like everything else in life, right? I mean, we're commanded to be parents and there's lots of opposition in being a parent. We're commanded to be married. There's so much opposition in marriage. You know, we're commanded to love other people. That's probably the hardest commandment (laughs) 
forever because there's so much opposition to that because we live in a fallen world that is fighting against that. It's trying to go to chaos at all times. I really do believe that. And the same is true of our lives. And we just have to expect that with anything that we decide to do. So good. So what advice would you give another woman who wants to go after her passion and kind of explore her dreams and is hesitant for a variety of reasons? What would you tell her? I would probably just start with things that have already been innately put into you, things that you find interesting already. And I never thought self-development and relationships would ever turn into anything that I Mm -hmm. could actually make a career out of it. Um, but it's something that I do. I feel energy and alive when I'm doing it. And so I think not to underestimate certain passions you have, I think they're from the Lord. He has given you those things. And I think we're meant to be here to create, to really just create things and be creative and apply so many things that we know. And so, um, I'm sure a big thing that I talked about before is I'm sure people worry about how they're going to do it all. And balance with the kids and stuff like that but it really is possible and it's learning to schedule your time and be committed to that um i trying to think any other advice is that you just if you're afraid it's still probably a good thing <laughs> so mm-hmm. don't let fear be the reason like it may not be meant to be because I was super afraid to even when I looked up my, that coach, Brooke Castillo, right away on her website, she has the question, are you coming? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Am I coming? What's happening? <laughs> and I just knew to make my dreams come true, I had to be brave and put myself out there and go for things. And you never know where your path is going to lead you. It's not going to be clearly laid out for you. Mm-hmm. This is not where I ever thought I would end up. And so I think it's just being open to trying things and letting the Lord guide you and find things that you like and just know if you're afraid that's normal. Yeah. Such great advice. So awesome. So you guys, Kendra's amazing. She, thank you, you too. (laughs) Thank you. Great guest to have on and really motivate you to go after your passions. But if you happen to be a woman or know of a friend whose husband is less active or has left the church, Kendra, is your woman that you want to talk to so where can people find you kendra how can they get a hold of you and see what you're about so my website is www do people still say that i don't don't know know. (laughs) um bravestlove.com because i think loving your spouse without conditions is the bravest kind of love and so everything on me is bravestlove.com you can come follow me on facebook it's coaching with kendra and those are probably the two best ways. Every all my information will be on there. Yeah, and her website is beautiful. I've Thank seen you. it and it looks so great. And so you can go see a cute picture of her because she's adorable. And so nice. You need her in your life if you're in that situation. She will hook you up and make it all better. We'll give you all the tools to make it all better. You have to make it better, right? That's right. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being on today. And I really appreciate your willingness to share your story and who you are and how following your passions has changed your life and lives of so many other people. Thank you. Thank you so much, Meg. 
Can you see why I love Kendra? She is just an amazing woman. One of the things I admire about her so much is that she has a deep testimony of the gospel. She wants to do what Heavenly Father wants her to do, and she genuinely loves and cares for other people. And so if you're in a position where your husband has left the church or is less active, you I will 100% stand behind Kendra because you will be in really good hands working with her. And she's just so loving and caring, and she truly does want the best for her clients and for these women that are in that position. So go check her out on bravestlove.com, or as she was saying, www.bravestlove.com, or at Coaching with Kendra on Facebook. If you like today's interview, I hope that you will hop on over to iTunes and please leave me a review. I would so appreciate it and spread the word, share this podcast with your friends because that's how this podcast gets promoted and iTunes really picks it up and shares it with other people. Until then, have a great week, everyone, and I will be back here next week. All right. Bye-bye.